0: Well, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to come into uh, this session, which is about sharing your word. I pray your Holy Spirit to uh, strongly be upon us as we go through this session. I particularly pray that your anointing will locate and... uh, free, everyone and anyone watching this, either live or afterwards, that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ will minister to us, that today will be a shift, there will be a transformation as the coming forth of your word brings light and understanding. And talking about this series, what I'm to share today is how to beat a uh, 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 distraction. and uh, I uh, somehow uh, thought about that for a while and understood, in the bigger picture of our purpose and goal in life, uh, I came to the conclusion that you can't fulfill your destiny if you don't address this very issue of destruction. You cannot excel in the things of God. The greatest enemy, I believe, uh, to, to, to uh, uh, the greatest enemy to the best uh, is the good. And what is the good? The good is what go- life when go- life goes on as normal, and uh, you are not able to achieve uh, at the highest of your potential. And distraction. I want to say it from the from the beginning. That is a destiny. Uh, breaker, is a giant killer, is a vision or dream stopper. And if you don't deal with distractions in your life, let me tell you, I'm afraid you will live less than what God has deposited in you. So we are going in our study to look at the life of uh, Joseph as is uh, the focal point of uh, uh, of our series. Uh, and uh, we want to understand from the past teachings that uh, Joseph had a dream and his dream was so powerful in terms of Determining his destiny and his purpose in his life, in his family, and for the nation. Actually, for the nations. So, it is the same scenario for you and I. There is a calling, there is a grace, there is a purpose, and there is a vision that God has for you. And just like Joseph, you face three things. You will face what I call the need to discover your identity as a child of God. Yes, but your specific calling, which is very important in fulfilling your assignment, but also you need to understand your purpose. Uh, that is the assignment that you have be given, how to make it beneficial, not only to your immediate community, but uh, 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 beyond that. And the third thing about your vision, which Joseph had to go through, that we also have to go through, is the unavoidable challenges. Whether you are a bishop, a pastor, a a student, or a housewife, we all go through challenges in life. And it is our ability to maneuver, our ability to grow in the things of God that will help us fix those challenges or to overcome them. So looking at the life of Joseph, I really want us from the beginning to understand three more things that I want to put clear. We have three categories of people in the whole world, that you find yourself in one of these. First thing is that you have a natural man. Second, you have the carnal man. And the third, you have the spiritual man. And depending on whether or not you have accepted Jesus in your life, you will find yourself in the last two so, if you are not a, a, a child of God, you have not just, uh, you are not born again yet, uh, you are just considered as a natural man. That is the kind of person that is not regenerated, that is not communing with God. But those who are born again, those who have accepted Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior, there are two ways, two categories. And the sad thing is that most of us will live in a place of carnality. And what does the Bible call carnality? Carnality is to be directed and to be influenced by your senses. And it is not God's best for you to live at that level. We are all tempted in life, but ultimately it's your spirituality that will determine the outcome and the result that you get. It is each person's responsibility to decide whether to yield or not to distractions that we all are faced with. So, what are the distractions to your destiny? What is the plan of God? What is the, 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 the divine mandate that God has for you? And wh- how are you able to deal with them? So, the, 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 the distraction of the destiny is uh, said to be anything that comes your way to stop you from honoring God, His will, His perfect plan, or in your life. Yeah. Let me take it again. Distraction is anything yeah. Yeah. that comes. Your way to stop you from honoring God, doing his will, his perfect plan in your life. So we need to understand that. And from the biblical perspective, looking at 3 John chapter one, uh, chapter 2, actually, uh, three, three, three things, sorry, that uh, I need to put clear here. We have different types of distractions. Uh, th- uh, you can find it in 1 John chapter 2, verse 16 to 17. It says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away. And the last thereof. But he that does the will of God abides forever. So we need to understand as children of God that these three things are the basic foundation of our destruction. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the, uh, uh, of the eye, and the pride of life. And when you look at it from that perspective, the first aspect, the lust of the flesh, uh, is uh, uh, this aspect appeals to the body. Many of us, we are tempted in that area, just like Joseph. To stop us from doing what is best for us. Joseph was tempted by Potiphar's wife on several occasions. And he had to stand his ground to say, no, I am not going to do this. And most of us, maybe it is not in that specific area, but we are all tempted. And we need to make sure that we subdue that demon that comes against us. Because the purpose of this, remember, it was to thwart or to stop the will of God in the life of Joseph. So the second form of distraction is uh, well said, was uh, shared in the, the interview we had uh, 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 in town. It is uh, in forms of noise. And I believe you will understand, you will agree with me that there is a lot of noise in, uh, uh, around us. The noises of life are mentioned as what? For most of us, the number one noise that distracts us from connecting and committing our destiny into the hands of God and fulfilling our purpose is the phone, the cell phone. Most of us, the first thing we do when we wake up is the phone. It is not bad, so to say, but the problem is uh, your attention that is so uh, uh, focused on that, uh, it distracts you. Others said it, uh, uh, TV, social media, sometimes relationships can be a distraction. People can be too much around you making, I'm not saying isolate yourself to people, but sometimes what will stop you from communing and getting intense with God is too much of a, a relationship with people. And also one thing that brings a lot of distraction for those who want to concentrate and seek the mind of God is music. In your car, you have music. Even in the lifts, the short time that you go from uh, uh, the first floor to whatever floor you are going in, in that uh, very small place, uh, they have managed to put some music then uh, there as well. Let me tell you, distraction is everywhere. So that second form of distraction appeals to our souls and our emotions. And it is yours and my responsibility to make sure that we bring them under subjection. Because, you know, the purpose of the uh, the enemy using these things, uh, it is to stop us from uh, communing with God. From focusing on what God has to say. Because remember, to be successful from God's perspective, you need to be in tune with him. You need to meditate upon his word. You need to do according to all that he says. And that is what you find in the book of Psalm chapter 1 and also Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. The third type of distraction that I would like to mention quickly before we look at uh, the, the, the solutions to how to deal with them, uh, the third uh, 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 type of distraction has to do with your attitudes. And this is expressed in forms of envy, jealousy, unforgiveness, comparison, cares of of this world, or the obsession to be rich, and all kinds of things that appeal to your uh, 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 place in society. And the enemy will bring that, will highlight these things. And if you are not careful, you look at these things, and you think uh, uh, in terms of like last week, uh, Pastor Amy uh, spoke about this uh, ugly thing called comparison. It is a destiny uh, killer. And these things are also directed or the destruction appeal to your pride. At the end of all of these things, we need to understand that what will stop us from hearing from God, we are to sit down, check our lives, and make sure we take them away. Because distraction will cloud your spiritual faculties. It will uh, make you unable to perceive clearly the mind and the plan of God. So it is your responsibility. Actually, Jesus made it very clear in the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. He said, when you want to pray, you want to commune with God, enter your house, enter your room, lock the door. That is to say, keep distraction away from you. And I want to say, even though most of us, we've been struggling with this, uh, the good news is that there is hope. If you think uh, you are a victim of distraction, uh, I want to tell you there is a second chance, there is a third chance, there is as many chances, but I want you to make mo- the most of those chances. Uh, so what is it there for the person who has fallen uh, of, of, uh, 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 for uh, distraction? The Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, that if we confess, our sins God is faithful and just to forgive us so if you know these uh, distractions have kept you from communing with God because you cannot be a child of God and fulfill your destiny outside God It is your fellowship with him. It is your empowering by his Holy Spirit, his divine instruction that will help you in whatever field you find yourself. As a student, as a a worker, as a business person, wherever you find yourself in society, you cannot fulfill your destiny outside the word of God and the spirit of God. So the Bible says, uh, apart from uh, confessing uh, Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16, a righteous man may fall seven times, uh, he will rise again. So I want to encourage you. Maybe you have tried several times and you have fallen and you feel disappointed. I'm here to tell you God is not disappointed. God is, uh, has his hands stretched out and He wants to reach out to you. But you need to make the effort. And as you make the effort to come back again, to develop a deeper and a closer relationship with him, I want to teach you five keys that will help you to defeat Uh, sin or distraction in your life because that's distraction yes it can be like those social things and so on and so forth but as we understood from Joseph's story it was uh, the temptation that the enemy wanted to bring against him uh, to stop him from being the best of himself so the first key to defeating uh, distraction or the power of sin uh, is your reverence to God. Remember in Felicity's reading, she mentioned the fact that Joseph, even though his master was not around, he said this, why should I sin against my master and sin against God? So when you refuse to yield to destruction, actually, you are telling God that you consider him, you value him much more than the purpose of your destruction, if you understand me. The second thing that will help you defeat destruction is the awareness of that purpose. And the unfortunate thing is that many of us, we are not even aware of our purpose. But don't worry. God will help you. God will teach you. God will show you the reason why you are here on earth. But the awareness of the purpose of Joseph made him to understand that he would not allow a quick fix to stop him from fulfilling something bigger than a small satisfaction of a few seconds, if you understand what I mean. So it is the same for us. Sitting down, going through social media for three hours, so to say, will will kill you. But actually, what is that in comparison to some of that time you spending it with your creator? Let me tell you, it will add value to your life. Joseph understood that. Because he understood that by his uh, 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 awareness of his purpose, through his dream, through the vision, he knew he had a greater purpose in life, greater destiny. So he said, I'm not going to allow this small thing to stop me. So the third way to beating distraction is uh, what I have discovered to be uh, accountable friends, covenant friends. And so to say, you don't see that clearly in the life of uh, Joseph, but I can anticipate being in the spirit that this man had the Holy Spirit as his uh, companion. Remember the Bible says, God said, I will not leave you uh, 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 alone. I will send you a comforter, the helper. So he was able to commune with the Lord, and that was his security. That was the, you see, he was able to lean on that advice or support. And the Bible makes it very clear in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9, that two are better than one. Because if you are on your own, woe to you because there will not be anyone to help you when you fall. So it is good to have covenant friends, people you trust, people that you can confine accountable friends. They will help you get away from destruction and bitter all kinds of things. So I'm almost done. I am just going to cover the best part of this. I'll keep it to the last. And it is the fourth and the fifth types of uh, uh, distraction. And you find in the book of 1st John chapter 4 verse 4 which says that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So these two other keys or uh, weapons uh, to defeated distraction as uh, some of you can anticipate uh, is uh, the word of God and the spirit of God. And the psalmist said in Psalm 119 verse 11 that uh, if I hid your word in my heart I will not sin against you. The reason why so many of us allow distraction is that uh, we have uh, separated, we have uh, like uh, once in a while, random kind of fellowship with uh, the word of God and with the spirit of God. But through this exhortation, I'm encouraging you to take the word of God seriously. And when you value what it brings to you, let me tell you, you will know, yes, we all need some kind of fun time and all of that. But the problem is that most of us will take too much at the expense of our relationship with God. So, the second aspect uh, we can read in the book of uh, John, chapter 14, verse 16 to 18, uh, he said, uh, The Lord Jesus said, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, uh, whom the world cannot receive, because he sees him not, Uh, neither knoweth him, but uh, you know him, for he will dwell with you and will be in you. He will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you shortly. Notice these two words. It says what? Abide and dwell. So the Holy Spirit has come to dwell with us. To remain with us. Some people said that uh, fire will cook a meal. But let me t- uh, disagree with that, that uh, not uh, a fire that cooks a meal. Because uh, the fire of a match can never cook a meal. It is the intensity that is uh, generated by the fire that cooks the meal. What am I trying to say? It is not just prayer. It's not just uh, uh, reading your word. But the quality and the quantity time. And the heat is the uh, generated as you spend more time in the presence of God. And the Bible says in the book of Galatians chapter 5, verse 24 to 25, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. And if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. May that appeal to every one of us, myself included, the purpose, the destiny God has for us is too big, It's too great for us to just be there accommodating every little thing. I would like us to understand that what God expects you and I to have and the impact he wants us to have, it is for his praise, for his glory, and for the good of men. And if you want to rise, if you want to be a vessel in the kingdom of God, you must be deliberate. You you need to make this deliberate decision to deal with distractions. And I want to say this, I want some of you taking notes. God has no favorites, but he has intimates. So he will only do the extraordinary through the people who are have decided to spend quality time. And Joseph, sorry, was that intimate. Whenever he went, wherever he went, he was able to display the glory of God, the blessing of the Lord. And just like Joseph, may I tell you that there is a vision, there is a dream, there is a purpose. It's too big. Don't compromise. It's not worth it. Take the word of God seriously. Seriously. And develop a deep fellowship with the Holy Spirit as your helper, but also as your enabler. The one who empowers you. The one who makes you able to say no when the enemy comes like a flood. Don't just pray, but dwell in the presence of God. And don't think, oh, these things that I've been struggling. with, Because I know some of us, we have even found it so difficult to deal with these things. But let me tell you, it's because you have been trying by yourself. It is high time for you to invite the Lord and to be sincere, to be genuine. The Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 13 that I can do all things through him who strengthens me. May I leave you as a close with an advice because this is my last sermon yet because sometime in the future I will be visiting. You can't make, write this down, a significant difference in life without discomfort. Did you hear me? You cannot have life all the way you want it to be if you are not ready to allow the Holy Spirit of God and the Word of God to be your anchor. If you are not willing to allow to be dis- uh, the Holy Spirit to disrupt you, let me tell you, you will not fulfill your destiny. And as a child of God, according to scripture in the book of 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, that whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And that is who you are. You are an overcomer. But this comes with a price. This comes with a decision. This comes with a dedication. And I want to encourage you to do this today. Make up your mind. What will be your response from this talk this morning or now this afternoon? I want to encourage you that the current circumstances that you are in are not your destination. I want to tell you that what you are living now may describe what you live for now, but it does not define you. I'm not sure you got that. I'm here to tell you that the God of your salvation, the one who bought you with such a great price, he did not make you to be born of his spirit for you to have an ordinary life. He made you to be an overcomer. I know uh, sometimes people accuse me of being too triumphalist, but I serve a triumphant God. a more than a conqueror God who has made me more than a conqueror. So we, I know we are faced with all kinds of challenges at different levels. I will not deny the reality. But the reality you are facing is not your destination. It's not final. If it is not according to the will of God, you can change it. It is your resolve. It is your decision. And I want to... you by the spirit of the living God that the best of you is yet to manifest. This year, the Lord, in spite of COVID, in spite of all the mess in the whole world, God is about to shake the world by using men and women inspired by his spirit, enabled by his anointing to make a difference wherever we find ourselves. So as I close, I know we are at different levels in our spirituality. So being at different levels, our responses will differ from one person to the other. So as I speak now, someone may find himself that I don't know my purpose, Pastor, in the first place. I don't even know why I'm here on earth. I told you God can help you if you call upon him. Somebody else will say, Pastor, I'm battling with sin. There is an addiction. I know it is not right. But I feel like I am powerless. I am unable to overcome it. It is wrong. You can. Not by, on, not by yourself. By the help of the Holy Spirit. Remember Philippians 4.13. I can do all things. Not some things. Not most things. But all things. May I ask another person. What is holding you captive? What is stopping you from realizing your divine purpose? That you know so clearly. And the Holy Spirit is ministering upon my heart right now. There are five people connected right now that you have been uh, 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 not too sure about what you intended to do. You thought it was the perfect will of God. As God mentions you out, I want you to go back to that same thing. Don't allow limited uh, circumstances to affect uh, your eternal destiny. What you go through shall come to pass. It will never stay. And somebody will say, you can't do this, uh, 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 I can't do this by myself, I need your help. Uh, let me tell you, if you are not born again, give your life to Jesus. Yeah. Jesus said in John chapter 6, verse 63, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. You can call upon him now and you can get help. Uh, you can receive an impartation wherever you are watching from. And at this moment, I would like us all, if you can, to just take a minute or so to pray. Take a moment to present your life. Whatever was distracting you, you have now understood that just like Joseph, your purpose is too big to allow the distraction to stop you. You are making a decision. You are calling upon the God of your salvation. Father, help me. Come to my aid. Assist me. Open your mouth and pray right now. And as you finish, I will pray. Pray the blessing of God. Father, we thank you and we give you praise. We honor you. We exalt your majesty. Thank you for the empowerment that you give to your son and your daughter. Thank you for your grace that you bestow upon us, even in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I really want to finish by praying right now. As I was praying a couple of days ago, actually for something completely different, I felt the Holy Spirit drop upon my heart that there are two people that have been struggling with pornography and this is a big distraction. You know it's not right but you have not been able to stop it as I speak to you today. By the finger of God, that yoke is broken. I cut it off your life. This is destroying your family. It's destroying your life. You know it's not right. By the spirit of the living God, I break that in Jesus' precious name and I want you to understand as a child of God that you can defeat distraction. The power to fulfill your destiny has been given unto you. If you are willing right now, as I close, uh, I would like you to join with me. Stand with me. Wherever you are, raise your hands. Whatever position, understand. uh, The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good, uh, healing the sick, and delivering all those who are under the oppression of the enemy, for God was with him. Uh, I want to tell you today, the anointing of God will reach out to you. Let the anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit break every chain of captivity. Break every limitation. Whatever has stopped you from becoming the woman of God, the man of God that you are meant to be and I'm not saying you are turning into a pastor, so to say, but you are going to represent God wherever you are. So I pray right now, let there be a shift. Let there be a transformation. Whatever held you, I break it in the name of Jesus. As I stretch my hand. The Bible says Jesus stretches his hand. And touch the, the, the heathen. And they were restored. The sick and they were restored. As I stretch my hands. I pray the power of the Holy Spirit. To grant you the peace. And the grace that you need. I pray the release. Of the overcoming power of the Holy Spirit. That your life this month. Will change. This year will know a shift. That will make you a sign and a wonder. You will not just produce it, but you will be yourself. I pronounce you blessed. Distraction under your feet and you are more than a conqueror. Be blessed with the blessings of God. May the Holy Spirit inspire you to live and fulfill your destiny in Jesus' precious name. I pray with thanksgiving. Everybody shout amen. Amen.